Because the only people that look fucking stupid are the people that pretend to know what they're doing, but don't. Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Hey Mark, the podcast where I, Mark, get to have open and authentic conversations about topics like mental health and self-development. I'm hoping that this podcast brings you new perspectives, new ways of thinking, or at the very least, can entertain you. Let's jump straight into this conversation. And I want to do kind of make this episode today. Basically, it was uh, an episode that I did a while back, right? The five quotes that helped change my life. I wanted to kind of do another episode of that because I feel like sharing these quotes can either bring you some new perspective, just kind of make you look at a situation a little bit differently, or maybe at the very least make you think that I'm somewhat of an intelligent human being. And that's my hope, but it probably won't happen. So let's just jump right into the quotes. So I wanted to start off with this one first. Uh, It's by a gentleman by the name of Howard Ruff. And I can't tell you that much about him simply because I don't know that much about him. But I do really enjoy this quote. It's kind of been something that has resonated with me for the last couple years. I can't even remember where I originally heard it, but I wanted to share with you guys just to kind of, uh, I guess, like I said, bring a new perspective to your mind or at least help you see things the way that I see it sometimes. And so the quote basically is really short one and it's kind of a biblical reference. And uh, I think that it's kind of important and you can draw value out of this even if you're not religious or Christian or whatever. And so basically, He's talking about Noah's Ark. If you don't know anything about Noah's Ark, Google it. But the quote basically goes like this. It says, it wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. And so what my perspective or what I pull away from this quote basically is, you know, the conditions that are going to test you aren't going to be around until you're about to be tested, right? And so... The time to prepare for them is obviously not while they're happening. It's much further in the past. You know, you have to kind of prepare for these things to come into your life into the future because that's the way things work. And you can't really prepare for something once it fucking hits you in the face. So this is basically a quote that means a lot to me because, you know, we all know that life is going to throw us curveballs unless you have a perfect life, which if you do, fuck you. And if you don't, then you probably have a life like everybody else, like myself, like everybody else I've ever met and everybody that you've ever met as well. We're all going to be dealt challenges, uh, tough handed cards to play, however you want to explain this. We're going to have to face adversity and that's going to be mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, whatever it could be, right? It could be your mental or physical health. It could be family issues. It could be like money issues, financial problems. It could be literally anything, whether it's an injury, whether you get the point that I'm trying to make. And the reason that we have to kind of consistently challenge ourselves and prepare ourselves is because these hardships and these adversities that we have to face aren't going to give us a warning. They're going to come into our lives. And if you're not prepared for them, they're going to sweep you off your feet and kick you while you're down. And so the quote that I, I like to start off with is just, it wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. And that's a reminder to just kind of start to prepare for the hardships that you could kind of foresee. And that's kind of another point that I'd like to kind of draw from this quote as well, is that, you know, obviously, if you know anything about the story, Noah was forewarned about this flood that was going to come. And so he was told about it, but that's not something that we're always fortunate enough to have. But we could kind of think about 
the predictable struggles that we might end up going through and try and prepare ourselves best for that. But the last couple years, obviously right now it's 2021 right now and we all know about the big event that happened in the winter slash fall of 2019 that's still plaguing us to this day. And so this is a great example that, you know, we can't always prepare for these hardships. And so because of that, I think it's important to consistently condition ourselves to face challenges and overcome them and not feel like we're down on our luck when they come towards us, but actually start to understand that, you know, these things are going to help shape us and they're expected. We're expected to have challenges in life. And again, if you don't expect to have challenges in life, then you should probably wake up from your little dream world. The next quote that I want to jump into is actually a quote from Harry Potter. So anybody that's a fucking Harry Potter fan, you're going to absolutely love this. And if I'm completely wrong at quoting this, then I'm sure you're going to fucking attack me in the comments section or DM me. But that won't be new because a lot of people like to fucking rant on the shit that I say anyways. But it's an Albus Dumbledore quote. I'm reading it right off here because I'm going to be 100% honest. Didn't fucking read the books. And you'll probably yell at me for that as well. But what he says is numbing the pain for a while is only going to make it worse once you feel it. And this is something that, again, I've spoken about tons of times on the podcast. It's something that I try and do in my own personal life as well pretty recently. And it's just, you know, when you start to feel that pain, either when you're maybe in an argument with somebody or when you start to have difficulties at work or whatever it could be, you know, trying to numb the pain and mask it and sweep it under the rug and not deal with it thinking that it's going to deal with itself or just you know time will heal all wounds people say that i mean there's some truth behind it but in my personal experience anything that you don't address at the forefront of your life any struggles that you're dealing with any adversities or any pain that you're having in your life when you try and sweep it under the rug when you try and just numb it for a while especially this happens you know with a lot of people that have substance abuses and like I've said myself in the, in the last couple episodes, I've dealt with having poor coping mechanisms as well that try and numb the pain or numb uncomfortable feelings. When you're trying to do all of those things, when you're numbing the pain, it's only going to make it 10 times worse when you feel it. And what he's talking about there is the fact that these negative emotions, these negative feelings are going to manifest in different ways. And you see this with those fucked up guys who yell at their wives in fucking public. This is exactly how this shit starts. It's from unaddressed trauma, unaddressed pain. And again, it's not easy to open up about these things, but there are professionals out there for you. And if you can't afford to or have access to, which is, I mean, I understand the financial struggles, but Everyone does have access as well to online resources or even reaching out to a friend, a family member, anybody that you love, you trust or have rapport with. And if you have nobody else, at the very least, you can DM me and I'll try and point you in the right direction. And I always have an ear for you so you can reach out no matter what. I'd rather hear your story than hear your eulogy. So numbing the pain is never going to make it fucking better. It's always, always, always going to make it worse. And having these things you know you're obviously going to hurt yourself but this is also going to manifest in other ways that are going to hurt your family members your loved ones and anyone that you actually care about so if you're feeling uncomfortable if you're feeling pain if it's something even little at work address it with your manager your supervisor your boss your foreman if you're struggling in your relationship address it with your partner if you're struggling with any family members or friends address the uncomfortability and if you're struggling with something internal Stop fucking masking it. Stop trying to numb yourself to it. Maybe get a journal or just speak to a friend at the very, very least 
But obviously, I always will recommend talking to a professional about these things. The third one that I want to talk about, and this is going to kind of start, you're going to see a common theme in the last three. The first one that I'm going to go into, I guess the third one I'm going to go into, is an Epictetus quote. And like I said, the last three are pretty much all going to be Stoic philosophy um, because that's what I've been reading a lot of recently. So Epictetus says, no man is free who is not the master of himself. And this kind of ties into the last quote as well because you know when he what he's talking about here when he says mastering yourself he says addressing he's talking about addressing your flaws and so a lot of us especially myself included have these flaws or weak points in our lives and if you don't master those things if you don't address them and then start to employ some discipline in that area of your life you're going to be a slave to those flaws and so if you don't have discipline with your nutrition, you're gonna face a lot of fucking health problems. You won't be the master of your own life. You won't be able to make decisions. You're gonna be bound to make decisions based off of your circumstances. And you're gonna walk yourself into some pretty shitty circumstances. If you have no discipline in your finances, obviously you're gonna be a slave to working for the rest of your life because you're spending money frivolously that you don't have. You're gonna be writing checks that you literally can't cash. So I think this quote basically speaks for itself. No man is free who is not the master of himself. If you don't address these flaws, if you don't address these character faults or weaknesses, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say that everyone's fucking perfect because we all have shit to fucking work on. And if you're in denial of that, again, wake up from your dream world and understand we all have flaws. We all have character defects that we have to face and nobody's perfect and you're never going to be perfect. But the point is to address these flaws the best you can and start to implement and employ a little bit more discipline in these areas so that you can actually make them serve you as opposed to being a slave to them in the first place. Next quote, again, there's two more and the next one is going to be a quote by Marcus Aurelius, again, another Stoic philosopher. He was actually one of the greatest emperors of the Roman Empire. And so what he talks about is something that, you know, has been really resonating with me recently. Again, this is something that he said, and I heard it years ago, and it's really been part of, you know, the philosophy of becoming who I am today. And so the last time I think I spoke about one quote that was, don't preach about your philosophy, embody it. And this one kind of does tie into this as well, which is waste no time arguing what a good man would be, just be one. And so a lot of the times, myself included again, you know, we talk about how other people can improve, how other politicians should, you know, make laws or etc. We talk about how our managers should lead teams. We talk about how, you know, coaches should lead us or teach us things. And if you're like me growing up in school, we talk about how teachers have failed us because they should have taught us better. And we always want to point out the flaws in other people. We always want to talk about how they could grow and develop as a person. But we never actually want to sit down and write down, you know, what obviously he says a good man, but this could be a woman. However, you fucking identify whatever you want to say. Waste no time talking about what a good person would be and just fucking be one. You know, if you have to sit down and journal about the qualities that you'd like to embody, by all means, go ahead and do that. I've done that in the past and that's kind of where I've started to shape a lot of my behaviors. And of course, I'm not fucking perfect at it, 
But this is a quote that resonates with me and rings true in my head all the time. Every time I'm feeling judgmental about someone else, every time I'm talking to somebody about another person, or just feeling kind of spiteful when I see someone do something, you know, I think to myself, we should waste no time talking about what other people should do when we know that we have our own flaws that we have to work on. And it's so easy to say these things, but it's another thing completely to actually act it out and to actually follow through with these behaviors that we speak that speak about that other people should embody when we should really be embodying these things ourselves and instead of you know maybe you have mastered an area where you see someone else hasn't instead of criticizing them behind their backs instead of talking shit about them perhaps try and educate them and teach them how they should be doing that but before you even do that think about what flaws you could have where you could be criticized by them because if you go ahead and start pointing out other people's flaws and where they could start to improve, you better be fucking ready to hear about the ways that you could improve yourself. Because like I said, we all hear about the people that preach from a high horse. It's a fucking long fall from a high horse. So you should start to fucking actually think about the ways that you can improve before you try and improve other people. And the very last thing that I'm going to, you know, the quote that I want to share with you again is another Epictetus quote. And he says that if you want to improve, be content to be thought foolish and stupid. And what he's saying here is, you know, when you start a new sport, when you start a new hobby, when you even want to improve at your own profession, which you should want to do these things. If you don't, if you think you're perfect, you've got another thing coming for you. Like I said, if you don't expect the challenges and adversities that life is gonna throw at you, you're going to be overwhelmed by them. And so what he says here is, when you want to improve, you have to be all right with other people thinking that, you know, you're an idiot. You're, you're, gonna, be a, you're gonna be looking like a fool and you're gonna look new at something. You're gonna, it's okay to be new at something. And so for myself, Recently this year, I started in jujitsu, and I know it's kind of a trendy topic. If you listen to Joe Rogan, you probably do jujitsu. And you know, when you first start off, you have to understand that you are going to look fucking stupid. You're gonna make mistakes, and this happens everywhere. When I first started working in construction, and even still to this day working in construction, I look like an idiot all the time. And it's just in different ways. When in the very beginning, it was maybe miscutting something, not measuring before I do something, thinking that I could eyeball it, and now it's a little bit different, but obviously every single day when we're learning, when we're trying to become better at something or when we're trying to improve, you have to be all right with other people kind of looking at you and understanding that you don't know how to do something yet. And you know, he's using pretty harsh words when he says foolish and stupid because most people, especially in you know martial arts or, well, no, in the construction industry, they will say pretty mean things, but in martial arts, people are gonna understand, and a lot of other sports, that people that are brand new don't know all of these things. And actually, they're gonna enjoy teaching you a lot of the time. They're not gonna be annoyed like you might think. A lot of people that master crafts like to display that they're masters of crafts. And the only way that they can display that they're the best or that they are you know, highly capable of something is to actually show someone how to do it or teach someone how to do something. That's the best way to display that we completely understand something or are competent at whatever we're doing. And so most people, not all people, some people are fucking douchebags, but most people that are good at something, they want to teach you. They want to, they want to show other people how to learn or how to improve because 
you know, it is kind of a stroke of our own ego to show someone else how to do something. And so if you want to improve, be all right and be comfortable with looking foolish because the only people that look fucking stupid are the people that pretend to know what they're doing, but don't. And those are the ones that fucking look stupid because when you go into a brand new situation, when you go into a new environment, like a new sport, a new hobby, a new profession, whatever it could be, you know, most people appreciate when you walk in and you say, hey, you know what? I actually have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Can you please kind of show me the ropes? And they're going to be happy to take time out of their day and show you the ropes. That's actually going to be something that probably encourages them to keep learning. And it probably is going to make them feel better about themselves. So if you want to make someone else feel better, then this is a great way to do so. Let them be a teacher. Let them be an instructor or a mentor because intrinsically no matter what even if you want to deny it because you're pessimistic looking at other people we love to help other people for the most part especially when we're experts at something and the only people that get annoyed with helping people are people that are still trying to figure something out themselves and they get self-conscious and flustered and frustrated so those are the five quotes that i wanted to share with you i hope that kind of helps you out giving you a new perspective a new way to kind of look at things and at the very least, I hope it helps you out with, you know, a stage in your life that I kind of find myself in all the time, which is being a student of something, learning something new, because that's the greatest things I feel like is one of the greatest joys that we can get. Being a human being is, you know, going into something, not thinking you could do it, not thinking that you could do it, learning how to do it, and then showing someone else the ropes. That's one of the most rewarding things that we could possibly do. So that's all I got for you. If you have any quotes that really resonate with you, feel free to DM me. You can reach out to me on Instagram. If you're watching the video of this, it'll kind of be at the bottom of the screen here. If you listen to the podcast version, it'll be in the description, but it's at Mark D. Henriksen on Instagram. You can reach out to me there. Share a quote with me and it might be in the next video. And yeah, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you enjoyed this episode of it, then please do share this video with someone that maybe you know, could benefit from hearing these quotes or might be interested in something like this. I try and have an episode twice a week. Actually, no, I haven't missed an episode yet since I started this. So you can hold me to that every single Monday and Thursday. The schedule might change in the future, but I highly doubt it. If you know somebody that might be interested in this kind of mental health self-development conversation, then share the podcast with them. And if you have shared the podcast with somebody, thank you so much. You are the reason that I do what I do. That's all I got. Much love and peace out. Let's go, baby.